India Charts the truth about the markets India Charts publishes Nifty Daily daily video updates the weekly Elliott Wave outlook and the long shot report covering all asset classes Once again it's been a long gap it's the 30th of September 2020 as I record and should I blame the long gap on work from home school from home exams from home or the lockdowns but there's one big change that I'm beginning to notice as we come into this season we actually entering the month of october a lot of examinations end into the first week and as my friends start looking out for travel plans right after the exam period the first thing that we noticed and very very different from what everybody would be thinking that nobody really wants to go out there's a fear of the virus uh, but wherever he's been calling up and especially mumbaiites end up going to the regions of lonavala and khandala the hotels in this region are starting to get booked out so uh, this is a clear uh, trend of what i don't know if it's uh, what you would call revenge buying which is part of the uh, theme of you know when people get back to doing what they were doing they want to do it outright it's the boredom breakout or it's just human nature you know you can't just keep people uh, closed out and you expect that you know they're good they're going to stay that way just because there's a fear of something Uh, and we've seen this around the world uh, wherever things opened up people started to break out and start to participate in events or do those even where a uh, lot of restrictions had been announced initially there were outbursts and then later on restrictions had to be put back in or announcements had to be made in the regard of people really making those breakouts so uh, but this is what is happening because uh, i think the restrictions on hotels have gone away over the last month and many of them have opened up and people are beginning to move so so much for thinking that uh, the hotel industry would remain down and dumps for the next 6 to 8 months clearly that's not likely to be the case if people are willingly wanting to take those breaks even though some of the facilities will remain locked down like pools will not be operational in most places and so you simply can enjoy the outing with the scenic beauty and food but what about the markets the markets have been an interesting break away one of the reasons it's taken me so long like i said in the beginning uh, many things happening uh, around you when you really work out from home but apart from that it's also been a flattish market uh, the month of august at least we saw momentum in stocks even though the nifty really didn't move that much maybe a few hundred points the month of september actually ended up being a corrective month there too i was not really looking at a decline much below the 11200 mark and once we did bounce back into the second week of september after holding up there for a while the last week of expiration was the surprise factor because we sold off from almost 11600 on the high side to 11800 on the downside so if i take from high to low it's almost an 800 point drop which is pretty massive and all of that within a week and then on the friday of that week we started to bounce back now the reason for the bounce can be to some extent attributed to the factor that people became outright bearish or simply gave up on their bullish outlook that had developed in that time so at the end of this rally uh, probably a lot of people got convinced on one idea that the market was running up on liquidity and they were missing out and a lot of the long positions that were probably built up got unwound into the end of the month that can be seen in a clear data point that is your nifty futures open interest on the after the expiration actually dropped in number of shares to one of the lowest levels that we've seen a long long time uh, i'm told probably an all time low uh, which would simply mean significant and maybe 10 20 years kind of low reading uh, not in value terms but in number of shares terms so 
when you see that kind of an outcome and it's it's possibly because you had a 300 point drop on expiration day itself so anybody who was not willing or who was willingly still holding on to long positions which was the general take from market men that i got on wednesday would have given up uh, those positions into thursday and that's what has led to the bounce back because once the buyers are, uh, have sold out there are no sellers left and the market simply bounces back on the lack of selling which is why the rally on friday and monday ended up happening on pretty thin volumes now we've already seen that happen the question is what goes on from here and if i look at this initial bounce back down to an early chart i can see an impulsive nature to it which means that the trend is probably still up in the short term the key level that we're going to be fighting for is going to be 11400 a 61% retracement of the entire september decline from 11000 almost 800 to 11 uh, 10800 you know so that's a 1000 point range 61% retracement 11400 is going to be the one you want to fight for between the bulls and bears last month the similar i mean the start of the month the similar range was at around 11560 when you got that first dip to 11185 and 61% was 11560 we moved above that temporarily and then gave up once again we're going to look at a similar range uh, where the bull bear fight occurs but if i simply look at stocks Uh, many of them have some of them have seen steeper corrections but many others which were strong earlier uh, especially in certain sectors or individual names have actually held up pretty well not showing the kind of disturbance you would expect based on the sentiment that started to develop during this correction a lot of people starting to expect that this is a bigger crash greater sell off equal to march going back to 8000 if that was the scenario we would at least see some symptoms of a similar type of sell off yes you did see a correction in metals and we did anticipate that the start of september there would be rotation out of metals because they completed a five wave advance on the metal index but when you got the same kind of uh, sell off in See the month of March, uh, the index simply continued to decline. There are many other stocks that eventually gave up. That has not happened this time. So most of the other stocks that I'm watching, uh, especially in the cash segment, uh, some of them may be in the large caps also. Specifically, maybe even Reliance Industries, which ended up at a 61% retracement of the rally that it made into mid-September. So a lot of these moves simply pulled back a bit and have held what I would say supports on a daily chart, key moving averages, and didn't really break their trading bands or their trading channels. So when you look at that kind of structure, you feel that yes, this is not the panic sell off where everybody is running for the trees, but this is a knee-jerk reaction or a normal. correction that occurs in a rise we saw one correction in the month of april uh, may you know so as the market at the end of april achieved certain levels that we were looking for you actually got that three week correction so this this is similar to that this ended up being four weeks uh, but uh, in terms of nature uh, looks very very similar behavior looks very very similar and it did achieve 11800 was a level i was looking for most of uh, you know late august and early september i only kept raising the bar uh, but we finally got there and then got our sell off so uh, the sell off ended up being a little deeper but doesn't really change the perspective because there's a difference in the retracements the retracement that we saw in say may was between 38% and 50% and the one we saw now is between uh, 23% and uh, 38% so uh, both of them a little different but uh, alternating to each other which is what you expect between a wave 2 and a wave 4 if i have to really speak elliot wave terminology we call it the guideline of alternation and that's visible within this structure both of them are declining flat patterns uh, and you still not broken out of the declining trend but an abc three wave correction down done within that retracement uh, and given this sentiment extreme uh, which we recently saw where the put call ratio on uh, of market wide went back to the lows that you actually seen in march you see nifty futures positions wind up and simultaneously 
बिकॉज अलॉट ऑफ द नेगेटिव सेंटिमेंट केम फ्रॉम ग्लोबल मार्केट साइड फॉर करेक्टिंग द यूएस नाइजैक वन हंड्रेड फ्यूचर्स मिनी कॉन्ट्रैक्ट्स एक्चुअली एंडेड अप विद द लार्जेस्ट शॉर्ट पोजिशन एंड अ लॉन्ग टाइम मे बी इन अ ईयर और सिक्स टू एट मंथ्स वी कुड सी अ बिग रेड डाउन टेक इन द नेट पोजिशन शोइंग अ नेट शॉर्ट पोजिशन आउटस्टैंडिंग which was far more significant more than even what we saw in the month of march of this year in the month of march we actually had the significant short position in s&p futures this time around it ended up being in the nasdaq futures so when you see these kind of extremes you know that people have gone all out bearish on something and the first thing you expect is some kind of short covering which is what we ended up getting in the last week and then after that you try to weigh in whether this short covering was a temporary bounce or whether the larger trend has actually changed so far i don't think we've broken uh, weekly supports a lot of the 20 week averages whether it's in gold silver nifty snp nasdaq and even the dollar index have all ended up holding and the interesting thing is that while most people could not understand why the market was rallying after june july and august given the uh, lockdowns and the pandemic effect on the economy and i've been saying it on my podcast many of those months over and over again my long shot strategy for me was based on the reflation trade where the dollar falls and supports liquidity to rest of the emerging market space that idea i thought was you know something i was trying to propagate but it looks like everybody's caught on to it because this time around in september as the correction started was not me saying that the dollar is bouncing back but people calling up from the front and telling me see can't you see the dollar is going to go up and the market's going to fall so clearly it's become a widespread thematic and once when once something becomes widespread then somewhere those correlations will in the short term sometimes you know just not appear to work uh, it is a picture that people are tracking very very closely i think not just in india but around the world everybody is watching what the dollar is doing because the big picture on the dollar really tells you where liquidity is flowing and history shows that periods of weak dollar environments uh, especially if they are longer term in nature lead to outperformance of emerging markets now so far the entire rally that we've seen from the march lows has actually seen strong performance by the us market so they've actually been the leaders but i recently did a chart one i have not published but let me make a note here that if you run a, a ratio of the nifty with the snp you'll actually see outperformance the ratio has actually bottomed and started to rise now of course it has to keep rising for us to say that it is a trend uh, but that means that uh, in percentage terms we've actually done better than the snp from the march lows on a net net basis even though the snp may have made an all time high and india has still not made an all time high so that's an interesting takeaway and uh, fits the thesis that you know em start to outperform now you would want to actually see that accelerate because us of course would appear most overvalued relative to other markets and stocks in various other markets and in that sense uh, you would actually want to see more money flow into wherever there is value even within the us market you you'd look money shifting out of you know overvalued stocks or growth supposed growth stocks into value investments and the same would probably happen other places and so the net effect of that would be that Uh, the key large cap uh, indices uh, like the nasdaq may actually rise more slowly from here than uh, what other uh, markets and indices around the world might do so that's something to watch out for it still not happened i'm just trying to say what would happen if the larger trend in the dollar which is uh, the bear market in the dollar actually resumes and continues we've seen a small bounce it's uh, retraced around 23% of the entire fall that we saw from uh, the 
high uh, that the dollar had made in the month of march during the panic and so a 23% to some people might appear small but if i go back in history bounces in the dollar are really really small historically when it's within a bear market so the real call is not about where the bounce goes and then resumes the real big call is whether you are in a bear market or not and if you are still debating that then uh, of course you you would have an issue with uh, you know looking at the small little bounce and thinking whether it's going all the way back to 100 and higher but if you're clear in your mind that uh, you know you're in a larger uh, bearish trend for the dollar then you would not really be looking for big rallies because history shows that once you're into a larger downtrend uh, in the currency market you usually don't get big retracements it usually trends you get small abc rallies and in that sense we've already got a small abc abc rally for the dollar uh, and a similar pullback in the euro which is the largest component and the first thing i would look out for, for is a resumption of the trend that was already in place rather than looking for a larger bounce now today is also the last day of the month so we get lot of closings the dxy would have closed positive for the month similarly the nifty is closed actually down for the month this is the first down closing since the correction we saw in may and from here on we'll again watch what happens but on a monthly basis at the end of august we'd already seen the monthly momentum indicators actually cross back to the bullish side and that will not change just because you know you got a one month down close because overall it's a trend that you're looking at and the trend is still higher highs Uh, and higher lows from the low that we've actually made in march so that trend doesn't change and the momentum indicators don't just reverse on a whim uh, but we'll continue to watch uh, the uh, monthly cycle because it's an interesting cycle usually lasts for many many months uh, or quarters before it can really reverse and that's why it was an important reading at the end of august even though september ended up being a correction it doesn't really change that perspective There's also been a eventful week uh, there was not much which really happened in September because uh, one of the important announcements the Supreme Court uh, take away on the banking sector really got postponed into the end of the month and once again this week Monday everyone was expecting an announcement again it got postponed into the first week of October similarly the RBI which was supposed to make its monetary policy announcement again postponed I'm really wondering what's happening with all these postponements is it intentional are we planning to put together a whole lot of news events into the second or third week of october and is the rbi got something else on its uh, up its sleeve that it wants to really put out and i would not rule out a surprise rate cut though technically most people would say that wait uh, the rbi is going to watch inflation data into the month year end which is december when the agro production data comes in and only then take a call on lowering interest rates but they've made it clear that that's likely to be the case that's the scenario they're looking for and after which they expect to cut rates so second half of the year anyway most people expect rate cuts the only thing is would they really front load that from now itself to try and support the economic environment since they've gone for opening up and most of the lockdowns have been shut out uh, so we are out of uh, lockdown almost i think 80 to 90% now on things there are few things still pending of course restaurants and uh, gyms and other things are still not really going to open up uh, immediately movie theaters for example uh, but you do have hotels running like i said right at the beginning and that's one trend that has gone back to work and most other people are already going back to offices if not yet working from home so many offices have started to function normally so these trends are already in force even though we may have trouble in some spots of the economy and people are waiting to get out and get back to doing what they were doing before the real challenge is going to be uh, not that but where we were exactly one year ago where uh, growth had actually stalled you know so so the economic growth had actually come to a flat uh, plateau and not just in india but around the world if you are watching financial data and i was stating that way back in december and last year in december we were expecting most 
world economies or rather governments to step in and start taking action because the central bank actions were really not working out that was actually the expectation at the start of the year the pandemic made a great case for governments to step in and we've already seen that in many parts of the world specifically the us which has become the largest provider of liquidity and that's a trend that's not going to change this week will be interesting because last week there was a president uh, there was a debate uh, in the senate where it was pretty clear there's a lot of pressure to get this new stimulus bill passed uh, on an immediate basis but it's not clear whether it will happen or not uh, what is clear is it will happen but the timing is not clear because some may for political reasons not want to pass it now and others might want to and eventually it gets postponed into the post election period uh, that's a possible scenario so if it happens now it creates an immediate stimulus for markets to rally into the elections uh, but if it doesn't happen now then probably historically us markets often get dull more often than not prior to election periods and then only move after that and so the whole uh, expectation will keep um, probably markets elevated but elections themselves might keep it flat so that's what you'll expect a flattish period followed by post election expectation that yes finally now these things will get passed irrespective of who comes into power because both of them seem to agree that something needs to be done on the side of government spending what has been missing and might be a little critique uh, for our own government maybe that uh, well why don't they really spend more on the fiscal side that's something a lot of economists and other uh, market watchers have come out and openly stated that it's about time our government takes some risk and goes out a little on the spending side they already stretched themselves for this financial year my sense is i'm not sure how much room they have except for maybe a few things they can do for example on the interest on interest for the banking sector they could actually step in because i'm not sure how much the court can really do in terms of ruling that because uh, the reason that issue even comes up is because of the moratoriums that the government has put in place so it's really a government issue rather than a supreme court issue so those kind of things government can step in and you know provide uh, but can they really uh, go ahead with any larger spending plan on say infrastructure anything else in this financial year would appear difficult on a logical basis unless they really want to and there's a need what they can do is to try and help sentiment in some way but uh, and that's where interest rate policy may come in but definitely as you go into the year end or into the next year's budget expectations would rule high that they do a lot more once you know they have room to do so into next year's budget so that will be an expectation we'll continue to build into february 2021 but right now for this year i think it's purely going to be driven by sentiment towards the reopening case which is going on towards the expectations of the uh, vaccine coming in and providing some normalcy not that uh, you know uh, it's the end solution to our uh, problem with the virus because uh, the virus itself as uh, many would already know if not yet uh, is not something that simply dies because of the vaccine the vaccine provides uh, room for a better cure maybe for easier recovery from illness that you might reach that's the hope it's not something that can eradicate something to the roots because uh, you know viruses stay till they hit their uh, natural death i mean when you go back and look at the spanish flu it simply died out of mutation and uh, what often people will call tiring out of the virus itself and hope would be that you know by 2022 one year or two years somewhere in between uh, the virus would mutate change and then die out on its own and its impact would get reduced that would be the better or preferred scenario but that itself takes time what the 
वैक्सीन वुड हेल्प इन डूइंग इन द इंटरम पीरियड इज एक्चुअली हेल्प अस गेट बेटर रिकवरी रेट्स एंड रिड्यूस द रिस्क वेर एवर पीपल आर फॉलोइंग सिक सो आई थिंक दैट्स दैट होप वुड कीप मार्केट्स प्रॉप्ट अप एज वी गो इन टू द यर एंड लिक्विडिटी ऑफकोर्स बींग द अदर केस एज यू एस प्रोवाइड्स मोर फाइनेंशियल स्टिम्यूलस एंड सम ऑफ दैट मनी रोटेट्स आउट ऑफ यू नो यू एस फाइनेंशियल एसेट्स इवन इन टू ग्लोबल फाइनेंशियल एसेट्स एंड सो दैट्स दी सेंटिमेंटल गेम आई थिंक इन द नियर टर्म एट सम पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम दैट सेंटिमेंट Until game would would reach an exhaustion and look for fresh uh, room for additional measures to come in, and that is the cycle we are going to be uh, dealing with over and over again in our own markets. Uh, probably after that, one more prop up, I would expect that we would actually uh, you know go into a consolidation into the budget time because then people would wait to see what new measures can really come our way uh, as we hit uh, 2021. So in a nutshell. my net analysis of where the nifty is headed is that we've made a bottom at 10790 the recent low and we are probably not headed below that from there i would look at our attempt to get past 11400 if we do then we are looking at new highs above 11800 and a retest of the 12000 mark that's something that i've been saying in my media interviews as well and that remains my best case because stocks continue to show strength there may be weakness in particular sectors which are going slowly out of favor like the fmcg pack uh, which is actually not showing momentum for quite a while and so you really need to segregate uh, performance and non performance that's how really you uh, beat this market is clearly find that segregation happening if you run a 3 month uh, performance ratio on your stocks you'll actually look at which stocks are performing and which are not and stick with the performers i think there is no easier solution it's a very very simple thing to do and so that shift in performance doesn't really mean that the markets are going to uh, you know turn weak just like uh, they didn't over the last um, uh, many years you had weak performance in many sectors uh, but a few uh, specifically the banking and financial space ended up aiding the upside in the market including the fmcg sector now you're seeing the opposite of that you're seeing fmcg sector underperform so far banking and financials also doing pretty uh, poorly uh, because after every rally moment the nifty pauses uh, the banking index actually tends to give up a lot more than the nifty itself and therefore we are net net seeing an underperformance on, over the medium term though in the short term the nifty does give some uh, the bank nifty gives some pretty smart rallies to trade on but from an investment point of view you really don't see that smart performance so uh, the shift away from the sectors that were doing well earlier towards other sectors is what we are really looking at and is something that you need to focus on in terms of the nifty will continue to do its own thing and my sense head higher rather than lower from here against all odds based on what the sentiment data is really showing me uh, but yes uh, till that happens i continue to get people posting views of us going back to uh 10000 or 8000 all over again uh, but my sense is that's not the likely scenario you're probably heading higher so if you still have not downloaded the android or ios app of india charts do so you can find the links on our website if you can't uh, search them out you'll get notified of every post that i make on every asset that i'm covering and i've discussed out here so you stay updated on a day to day basis so do that right away and i'll see you next time with another walk through the markets Nothing in this podcast is investment advice. Views on financial markets are in good faith to expand your understanding of how markets work. Please consult a registered financial advisor for the same. And yes, please share this podcast with everyone you think can benefit from this knowledge. 